You're listening to The Fashion Detour, a show that provides insights into the minds of creatives within the fashion industry. My name is Michal Goldfein, and I'm sitting down with the creators to talk about their processes, their inspirations, and lessons they've learned along the way. Hi everyone, I'm super excited. This week we have an amazing guest. Her name is Shandy Angle and she is an amazing person. Um, I've loved just watching her Instagram and just uh, how she just really um, lets everyone into her world. And she is a plus size advocate and I'm so excited. So how are you doing today? Thank you. Thanks for the introduction. I'm doing good. And um, yeah, I'm excited to share with you some things. So tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're up to these days. Okay, so basically I started really my Instagram with just, you know, selling jewelry and um, it wasn't really my passion. I wasn't very passionate about it and I felt like I had to find, you know, my path, something I I had my followers on my page and I felt like I wanted to utilize it, you know, the best way possible. So what happened was that I walked in one day to a plus size store and the owner, she saw me and she liked my figure and she asked me if I would model for her. And I've never done this kind of thing before. I don't call myself a model. I have no clue how to like photo shoot, how to stand in front of the camera or pose. So in the beginning, I was like, nah, not for me. But then when she approached me again, I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. Um, Why not? Like, it's a good opportunity for me. And I definitely, um, I... Since I work in a store every day, I have people asking me the whole time, like, what I'm wearing, where's it from? Um, I get asked all the time. So I thought for me, it's an opportunity to go into that modeling photo shoot and see how it turns out. Oh, yeah. And um, and since then, you've been enjoying it? And since then, yes. I, I When I saw the picture, I was super impressed. And I realized that, you know, maybe I do have something there in the industry. I, I wouldn't call myself, you know, like this model. I feel like I, I especially call myself a plus side advocate because I feel like my aim is more to just, um, you know, share, share with you different OOTDs, share with you um, self-confidence, self-care, how to build yourself up. And um, that's really my goal. My goal is not so much the modeling, it's more the sharing and the helping and showing what you can accomplish and what you can achieve. And yeah, just boosting, boosting your confidence. So you, you must have always had like an artistic side to you because you have the, um, like you said, um, your jewelry, which is like really cool, interesting stones. And um, so art, has like has creativity and like self-expression has that always been part of who you are so funnily enough growing up I never thought that I was like that creative um kind but um as time goes on I'm realizing more that I I have creativity and and I'm like trying to find a way to show and and use my creativity and it's funny how like life experiences is giving me that opportunity um and actually you know one of your questions are like what's my favorite thing about modeling um and I would say it 
the, my favorite thing is having the opportunity to use my creativity. It's a very big outlet for me. Um, I get to, yeah, I get to, you know, style and to, like think of different color, different ideas, then, you know, work with stylists. And it's it just something that I never knew I would ever actually do. But I'm discovering with more as time goes on that I'm enjoying it. And I have that side to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's so much fun and you definitely have a lot of fun with your clothing and, um, you know, and you feel like you do get to like be involved a lot in the process when you model. Yes, 100%. Generally, I choose um, what I model. So, I mean, obviously when a brand reach out to me, then, you know, I'll model their stuff. But when I do my own photo shoot, I get to choose what I want to wear. So I get to, you know, shoot. The, I Obviously, I work with a photographer. She's amazing. Her name is Sarah Berkovic. She, um, she, besides for being a photographer, she helped with the styling. So she really, like what I do is I share my inspo and she helped to complete the look. Like she'll give me tips on how to finish off that styling, how to finish off the look, um, you know, add an accessory. So, yeah. Super amazing. I know it's, it's, it is so much fun. And um, you were saying before about being a plus size advocate. So what does inclusivity mean to you? Okay. So for me, it's the, the idea that like um, Jewish brand realize, recognize um, that there are women of all sizes, all shapes, and that they're able to cater them. Um, cater for them like in the what I'm noticing is that in the non-Jewish world um a lot of I'm not talking about high-end designer brand but I'm talking about a lot of the middle wing brand mm-hmm. all their styles are available from size zero to size 28 like they have that availability in every style but when it comes to the Jewish brand what happens is that they get afraid to bring these style for bigger people like their mind shifts and they think no bigger people only want to wear black or they only want to wear certain styles and for me that's not true I don't think that's the case I think inclusivity is to have styles all types of styles for all sizes why shouldn't someone who's bigger enjoy color why shouldn't they enjoy wearing a style that a size two could wear um so I feel like that, that's the definition of inclusivity and I'm trying to like you know explain that to some store owners and some brands don't be scared to make a design for bigger people um you know we want to wear those designs if they're trendy we'll wear it we'll go for it yeah I agree with you a hundred percent I I think that the Jewish brands are starting to wake up a little bit yeah very when it close. comes Yes, but it is in comparison, you know, getting a slow process. Um, right. And uh, and I'm just wondering, like, do you feel I'll like tell you another thing? I'll tell you another thing. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely seeing it more, but um, definitely when stores are using models, they shouldn't just use size zero. Um, they should use, you know, all different sizes. Um, when you use a, one type of model, you're kind of of bringing this image that like this is how everyone should be and we need to like bring out this this point of like just be happy be comfortable in your own skin all sides are okay um the main thing is that you're healthy and you know you have a positive body image and you're confident it doesn't matter what side you are so uh, that's also inclusivity for me like think about the bigger picture like bring about a, a better message Yes, you know, because we want to have, you know, everyone, all those little girls, anyone growing up, they want to have someone to, you know, look up to and say like, oh, 
they're also pretty. I can also, you know, be put together. I'm also, you know, attractive and things like that. Like they want, you know, you want that for the future generations. Um, so have you always had this great confidence? Um, I, I, I definitely had confidence growing up, but I think that I really, the last few years, I've, I've been much more like conscious about it, working on it more. Um, I, I've learned to surround myself with people that, you know, only lift me up, make me stronger, support me. And that really helped with my confidence. Um, and again, it's a work in progress. Every day I'm just, you know, working on myself, reminding myself that I'm enough and yeah. Yeah. And I mean, is there, is there any, uh, tips that you have for people because it has also it's it's really not just it's really for all women and men too by the way you know you know confidence is not something that's so easy you could have the most gorgeous you know gorgeous you know quote-unquote gorgeous person in the world and they don't have confidence a hundred percent I believe that confidence is something that you wear it's something that like you project of yourself um if you walk around like you know being happy, happy, pumping yourself up. People get that confident vibe out of you. It's not about confidence. It's not about um, being pretty or about what you look, um, how you look or what you're wearing. It's about how you project yourself. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I think it's it's funny because sometimes, you know, you feel more confident when you be, when you're put together. So like it's I don't know if it has to do with the clothing, but it's more like the time that you took for yourself. 100%, 100%. self-care. That's what I call it. Yes. Yes. So, so how would you describe your style? So my style is very, um, it goes like this. When it comes to dressy occasions, then my style is very timeless classics. I invest in like more expensive pieces that will last me for a few years, timeless, um, you know, classic style, things that don't really go out of style, things that, thing that I can just pull out into your time and still be confident to wear it for an event. But then when it comes to casual, I like to put a twist to it. So I'll, I'll still stick to my sophisticated classic style, but I'll add like a pop of red or I'll add like a trendy, you know, skirt or trendy shirt. I'll do something to make it still on trend, but classic at the same time. So what's your favorite color to wear, I should say? I think I think blues are definitely my favorite. Um, but I, I love um, doing black and white with, with a pop of red. Like I have a lot of red accessories and I, I just love that pop. Definitely. Is there any advice that you would give, um, you know, plus size women out there or just different, you know, body shapes of how to, you know, dress or style what they're wearing? Sure. So there's a few things I would say. Firstly, um, you know, don't be afraid of color. There's like this misconception that like you have to wear black. You don't have to. Do not be afraid of color. Um, also, like sometimes we're so stuck in our head that like, oh, this style does not suit me. Don't be afraid to try on. Like, don't limit yourself to certain styles. Try it on. You never know. Um, and obviously, like when things don't fit or like don't fit right, don't let it disappoint you because there is availability you have to look for it but it's there it's out there um yeah so like give it a chance definitely try on different styles see what works you never know also I say that like it's also about the accessories you know sometimes you can just be wearing something very simple but with a cute pair of shoe a cute um jewelry a nice bag all these little things complete the look so it's not just about the outfit it's how you finish it up um one other thing I'll say also is getting the right undergarment can go a really long way 
I see it all the time. I work in a store and I see people trying on things. And sometimes, it's, seriously, if you just get the right undergarment, the right fitting, it can really, really go a long way. So, what is what are some of your favorite outfits that you've worn? Do you have like anything that you're now you're like constantly wearing it on rotation? <laughs> Um, honestly, not really, because I definitely like to switch my style around. I get bored of my clothing very quickly, so I do um, try to rotate my wardrobe all the time. Um, definitely, like, there are certain brands that I love. For example, Mia Mud, she's so great. Um, she really, like, had everyone in mind. She's trying um, so hard to, you know, be size inclusive. Um, I just received from her a bunch of skirts and tops that I, I absolutely love. Um, and then... When it comes to like favorites, honestly, I, I don't have my favorites. I shop all over. I like finding good deals. Yeah, it's all about just being trendy and classy at the same time. And yeah, I do rotate my wardrobe all the time. I know. It's so fun. I'm looking at your Instagram. <laughs> I see you. I'm joking. No, but I see you like your red loafers. And it's so true, by the way. Like, it really does like give it like a pop. And I love like one of your uh, recent ones is like this uh, denim jacket. Not a jacket, actually. Kind of you. I like how you layered it. You did like a denim top but then underneath you have a white blouse that you like tied so that's a very cute look thank you so um so yes and i uh, like you said you that's one of your the go-to brands the mia mod um yeah. i'm is there anything that you're like on in search of right now that you're like oh i wish i could find this item but it's not i can't find it anywhere Yes. Um, I find that in the summer, um, a lot of people wear like very cute printed skirts and then like basic t-shirt tucked in. And honestly, um, when it comes to finding t-shirts that fit, that that is um, definitely something that I struggle with. Finding good, like easy, thin summer top that, you know, work for bigger people um, in different colors to play around with your skirts and your outfit. That definitely a struggle. I think that's like an issue with just in general, like I'm always going, you know, like there's a Facebook group, um, you know, a sneeze, modest, whatever Facebook group. And like one of these, the biggest things is like people just looking for, you know, not that there's anything wrong with like those shells that we all wear, right. but right. you know, you just want something that's like not humongous, not right. like super tight. Like it's like on top of your skin. Right. Right. hundred percent. Three quarter sleeve, like it's like what is it called? It's like yeah, uh, basic. It's like the basic. I feel like the basics are really lacking. Yeah. Oh man. Uh oh. I guess you're gonna have to start your own, uh, your own business, your own clothing company. It's definitely a goal. Oh my gosh. Ah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, I think we'll be all very happy if you do that. <laughs> yes, it's definitely a goal. It is. So, and in terms of like like the the regular like um let's say like not not the jewish brands but like asos or gap or are are those are any of those like good um you know happened to be growing up i mostly shopped in the non-jewish stores um 
I grew up in England and our mold in England cannot be compared to the mold here. Sorry, America, but um, <laughs> we have amazing stores in England. Um, quite a few big, like, you know, like you have um, Macy's and Northern Taylor. We have quite a few of those big stores in England with different names, of course. And they carry amazing clothing, good quality, all sizes. Like, and a lot of sneered fashion, you know, European fashion is like much more kosher than the American fashion. So definitely when it, when, you know, growing up, I love shopping in all the non-Jewish stores. I love finding all these good deals. Um, But I must say that it, it, I haven't, to be honest, here in America, I have not found like my favorite non-Jewish stores. Like obviously I do shop at Macy's and I do go to ASOS. Um, I used to love Century 21 too, but definitely there's a lot missing in the non-Jewish market here that you do not find in Europe. So do you still have family back in London, in England? I do. I, all my family is there. So I keep on doing orders there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, I, I want to, one of my goals actually is to try and get some of the non-Jewish brands available here in the U.S. I'm not sure yet how I'm going to go about it, but I do want to work on it. Yes, I know. I, I, I'm not, I don't even know. Like, I think like I know one that like next is right, one. Next. Yep. And then no. you heard of Marks and Spencer. It sounds familiar. <laughs> it's, very, it's a very popular store. Like a lot of people used to get like, all the, like people ship over them, the men, um, shirts and underwear and all that stuff but they have an, a great lady collection awesome dresses good basics um i must say that's a store that i really really miss wow are are you into like the whole like um vintage shopping thrift shopping what do you mean i i, I you know, know like you know like the consignment shops like the oh um no actually really not right okay so it's not something i'm into at all yeah, listen, it, it's definitely not for everyone, for sure. Right, right. And- I mean, I think it's, I think it's, 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 it's beautiful. Um, and I feel like um, people have a deep appreciation for like, you know, style from the 70s and the 80s. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm there yet. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely hear you. Do you, do you feel like, like growing up, like in, in England, you know, that like influenced your style? Is it very different from from America? And you live in New York, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. So truth is, I, I don't really know much about England, but like the there is this idea that England is like five years backward than America. Um we're 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 a little like laid back and our styles are like we're not so up to date like you are here. Um, you know, something that was fashionable like three years ago in America is fashionable now in England. Like it takes a time to catch up. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I also grew up in a, in a community where I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I had so much the, the opportunity to like play around with style. And so growing up, I, I don't think um, I really thought too much into style than into, you know, modeling and all that stuff. I think it's only actually when I came into New York and um, I got onto Instagram, all of that affected like my style and, and playing around with, and my creativity. Yeah, I, I hear a hundred percent. I mean, you know, when you're growing up, it's like you, I'm thinking myself, like I didn't really have a sense of style because I, you know, you're just like, you're not even sure of yourself, you know, like if you think of like a teenager, Right. You're still discovering who you are. So it's kind of like hard to have like a real distinct sense of style. Right. Um, but um, okay, very important question here. Do you wear belts? 
Um, honestly, no, not very <laughs> often. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, so many times they would wear belts, but I find that they, they, they're not available like in my side. Um, so that probably automatically in my head, I'm like, okay, forget it. I'm not even ordering belt. They're probably not going to fit anyway. So that could be one of the reasons why I don't wear. Mm. Um, also, I don't feel like it's flattering for me. Um, some people carry it off amazingly. I, I personally, I don't think it's the best for me. Yeah. And, and so in terms of like, kind of creating that, like fit and flare type that, that silhouette where you're like drawing the eye in, you'll just do like more like a, like, you know, tie things yourself or like something like that, as opposed to having a real belt. Right. Yeah. That I would do totally. So it's been, I mean, it's amazing what you've been doing so far. What are your goals for the future? So definitely, um, I have a few goals. Um, one of them, I would love to set up a website um, with and find like, you know, all plus size kosher fashion and be able to link them to the site so that people have easy access. Um, kind of like a personal shopping experience, but like, you know, just open for everyone to, you know, get onto the website, browse around and just have all the you know, people find it very hard to look through so many websites and so many clothing and see what works. So it's definitely something that I would want to do. Um, I also would love to, you know, own my own store one day. Definitely it'll be a size inclusive store. Have I'll have everyone in mind. Um, I want to be able like to really help people um, just, just feel content, happy with themselves, comfortable. Again, like I mentioned it before, I work in a store and I deal with people daily and people just need constant reminder that they look great. They look okay. Um, they're gorgeous. So yeah, that's something I just want to pump into people, you know, remind them that you're pretty, you're good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. I, I really love that. Um, I think it's so important yeah. and you know, it's like you could really change, you could, you really could have Im- an impact on someone, you right. know, right. 100%. I think we're all very hard on ourselves. Like, you know, we're all like, we're looking in the mirror and we're staring at the, like the negative, right? Right, right. 100%. So I was very curious to know, um, do you have any mentors or anyone that's been inspiring to you? So yeah, I mean, I, I would say two people that inspired me. The first one sounds very cliche, but I would say myself, like, I feel like I inspire myself. Um, every day I look at myself and I, I see my, my, my constant self-growth and I keep on boosting myself and I'm amazed at like what I've managed to accomplish. And I feel like it's important, you know, everyone should know that no one does the work for you. You have to do the work yourself. You have to do your own self-care, your own self-growth. And through that, you really inspire yourself and you grow through that. Um, I've never thought about it that way, but that's, it's, it's amazing to hear you say that. Yeah, I, I really, I, I feel like, I don't know how to put it, but I feel like I'm doing the work and like through doing the work, it's making me want to do more. Yeah, because you you're just like you're you get to that, like you reach a a level and you're just proud of yourself. Right. You're just like, wow, I did that. I I accomplished that. And then it it propels you 100 percent. And it's important to remind yourself that, you know, 
you're you're responsible for your action like you know you're responsible for your life so many times you know you want everyone to like do the work for you and then get things done for you but only you can do it and and success comes from your hard work 1000% and um I would say that honestly my second inspiration is my husband um I have to call him out because (laughs) (laughs) you know Honestly, he's an amazing support. And um, I always say that you have to surround yourself with good people, with people who let you be, um, people who let you um, follow your own path uh, in, in the way that makes you feel happy and people who lift you up all the time and, and support you and cheer you on. And I must say, that's my husband all the way. Aww. <laughs> it's so sweet. No, but seriously, I mean, uh, it's amazing that you have someone by your side that's just, you know, letting you shine, letting you do your own thing. And like, it's just very special. Well, thank you so much, Shandy. It was really a pleasure having you and speaking with you. And it was just like, just a breath of fresh air. Thank you. It was a great opportunity for me. And I'm, I'm happy. I hope I can, if, if there's anyone that I can help out there, you know, I hope that I even impacted just one person. Like, I just want everyone to remember that beauty is not it's not your size it's not what you wear it's the confidence that you wear it's uh it's it's your self-image it's taking care of yourself it's appreciating yourself um reminding yourself every day that you are enough i love that and they can go and look on your instagram um at labelle by shandy yeah for inspiration and you know um thank you again have an amazing week you too thanks so much for your time Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Fashion Detour. I'm available for personal styling and personal shopping. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can always reach out to me through my email, michal at thefashiondetour.com. And on Instagram, you're welcome to direct message me at The Fashion Detour for any of your shopping and styling needs and questions. Thank you so much and have a great week.
break it down to you and me uptown dancing all around till the disco ball pops but i have to be me and everyone can see your anger is misplaced 